Hey everybody, welcome to My Town Today, where we're bringing you small town stories and more for you to explore. I'm your host, Christy Burns. Thank you so much, Sam, for being on the show with us today. So uh, today I'm here with Sam Brackenrich. Um, hopefully I just got that right <laughs> with uh, Southern West Virginia. And we are going to talk about all the great things that you can see in Southern West Virginia. Uh, my town was just there visiting and the leaves were just starting to peak <laughs> our turn. And it was, it was absolutely beautiful. And I loved my visit. And um, here within the next week or two, there'll be an article coming out on that, that you can get on the my town website. And Thank you so much for being here with us today, Sam. Absolutely. Thank you, Christy, for having me. And glad you enjoyed your visit with us. And we hope that your readers enjoy everything you got to experience. And now your listeners will get to enjoy it as well. Yeah. Well, one awesome thing about Southern West Virginia, if those of you listening don't know, is that there are a lot of small towns. <laughs> so if you are a small town lover, if you love that atmosphere like we do, small town culture, then you are going to love Southern West Virginia so much that I'm actually going to be heading back to more small towns <laughs> in West Virginia because it is just a treasure trove of small towns. Um, so we're going to be talking about that here. Um, with you, Sam, and I, but I wanted to start with what I thought was a really special place. I was really fortunate to have stayed at Glade Springs, and I was really happy that um, you hosted me there. And I was just hoping that you could tell our readers a little bit, our listeners, a little bit about why Glade Springs is a special place. Um, Glade Springs, it's um, a very nice resort, and it's very family friendly. Um, it's located a little bit outside of Beckley in another one of the small towns, which is in Daniels. Um, but it's very closely located to all of the activities while staying there. You just have a, a kind of a sense of home away from home. It has everything. It's it's, it's its own little community, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's it's really it's a gated community for all intents and purposes, but it also has a hotel on the property. And um, so there's actually people that live in, in Glade Springs and they have all these wonderful amenities there. The people that live there have those amenities that also get shared with the hotel, which is awesome. So you are able to go, they have an Olympic sized swimming pool. They have a spa. They have an indoor bowling area, an indoor theater, (laughs) just a ton of stuff that you can do right there at Glade Springs, which, you know, I, I was traveling by myself on this trip, but the whole time I was there, I kept thinking my kids are going to kill me because they would have absolutely (laughs) loved this. They were in school, so they couldn't have come anyways. But I would really like to come back and bring them there because even if you're out exploring Southern West Virginia outside of, you know, where you're staying, the nice thing about Glade Springs is you come back, you know, you don't have to leave the property to go to dinner. They have a couple of really nice restaurants. They have a cute little cafe that has great coffee right across from the hotel. And so it's just a really nice place, you know, especially if you're traveling with families, in my opinion, to kind of make your home base when you're when you're traveling uh, to southern West Virginia. It is for sure. And they also have three golf courses there. 
And, um, yes, that's true. Um, so, I actually did not get to partake in that, but um, every morning that I got up, there were people waving to me from the golf course because oh, it yeah. actually right up to the to the hotel and it, I was always just kind of smiling every time I walked out because I left pretty early between seven and eight o'clock each morning and they were already out there ready to go Absolutely. <laughs> yeah so I, I was really fortunate that we you know were able to to bring that to our listeners and um, you know hopefully they'll go to um, my town today and check that out Let's talk about um, downtown Hinton. First impressions, absolutely adorable downtown, <laughs> you know, and it, it's a railroad town. Give me your, your thoughts on Hinton. It is um, a very large railroad town. Um, it was named after John Jack Hinton. He was the original owner of the town site and much of a, Hinton's downtown, which has been restored. Um, the town itself was placed on the Register of Historical Places in 1984. And one unique thing, it was actually part of Paramount's 1994 film, Lassie, was shot there. <laughs> oh, nice. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's always fun because, I mean, that tells you what kind of atmosphere you're going to feel like you're in. If cinema decides that it's a cute small town, then it's right. definitely small town right <laughs> um i think i've used several times in articles this is one of the hallmark movie towns um one of the things that i thought was really fun about hinton was the uh the big four soda shop that they have there so they've got family owned and it's been there forever and you know you can go in and you've got the old soda shop kind of set up where you can go to get ice cream they still have their working pharmacy and gifts and kind of what you would see in an old school soda shop and it was really nice to to see that that's been there for generations um, right there in the middle of town you can't miss it <laughs> Yeah, I was taken there a lot as a child with my parents, actually. So it's, it's been around, I believe, since the 40s. Yeah, which is really, really cool. And it still has that, I mean, it's updated for today, but it still has that feel about it, you know, it when does. you walk in. Like it just has that really cool, nostalgic feel. Right outside of Hinton um, is Sandstone Falls. And I took a ton of video. I was so fortunate. I had such a beautiful day while I was there, but I could have spent all day at Sandstone Falls. What I really loved about it was that the entire walking path has been boardwalked. And so if you have any type of disability whatsoever, you can go on this trail and see these falls. And it's just a really, really nice walk to take your time and, you know, be able to see the, the beauty of Southern West Virginia, you know, right there outside of small town Hinton. Yeah, it's insane from falls. It's, it's um, actually the largest waterfall on the New River, which makes it very unique. It's not very tall, but it's 1,500 feet wide. It's on, is it on a confluence? Possibly, maybe? Yes. Yeah. And so it's just, yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous. Like I said, I really love the, when you find trails that they're off the beaten path. Cause I mean, it's not like right in downtown, you know, so you are kind of getting away from things, which is nice. It's, I think it's maybe five miles from downtown Hinton. Anybody can go and see it. It was just a very well done trail. Yeah. yeah so, and then, and then just to kind of wrap up a little on Hinton, the historic depot is still there. Fun fact about Hinton 
Amtrak actually still goes through there twice a week, which I just thought such a small town. I had no idea that there were passenger trains still going through this town. I found that really cool. Yeah, a lot of people, um, even local people, travel from either Hinton to Greenbrier County. Um, the second, the next station is at um, White Sulphur, right across from the Greenbrier Resort. So a lot of people will travel from there to the Greenbrier and from Hinton to Charleston as well. A lot of locals do that trip just to the Greenbrier with their families, which is really unique. Just kind of a, I think, kind of a tradition that has people have done. Until I visited, I didn't realize, you know, just there's a kind of a strong connection with Greenbrier in your area. And you and I had dinner at Tamarack, which go ahead and tell me a little bit about Tamarack and your connection with that and those Greenbrier peaches (laughs) (laughs) that we we discussed at dinner. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Tamarack, um, the best, we call it the best of West Virginia. Um, everything that is in Tamarack is all local artisans from the state, um, from glass blowing, woodwork, carving, um, woven, um, portraits. Um, there's glassware. Fiesta ware is probably one of the larger known um, glasswares that are, is sold there. And then they have a food court that's located in the center, and it is catered by the Greenbrier Resort, the chefs there. Which I was just, I just, that blew my mind <laughs> that, you know, I, when you said that they were there doing the food and I said, what do you mean there? And, and you said, no, their actual chefs are here doing the food. Like, wow. Okay. I'm ready to eat. I had the meatloaf because that is what was recommended. And it was awesome. While we were sitting there, we were talking, somehow we got to talking about the green briar peaches and how those are sold at Tamarack. And I had no idea that these were a, a insanely valuable item <laughs> that, you know, they, they're on back order. And the gal that was working there that night said the work in the green briar area said that they were the only ones that were left vendor wise that still had them. Like you can't even get them from green briar right now, but apparently you know, this is a very coveted item. Yes, um, we actually have a information desk there. So we get to greet people as they come in. And probably one of the most requested things when people walk in is, where are the green bar peaches? And <laughs> it's, it's just uncanny that that's what you wouldn't think that's what people would be looking for, as you said. Um, but they pack them in their peach puree and they freeze them to retain the freshness. They do overnight orders from the Greenbrier Resort as well as Tamarack. And they have all kinds of recipes and things online um, for different things you can do with them. They have a Greenbrier peach soup. And um, I think there's a Greenbrier peaches with ginger syrup recipe. It's just a very high demand thing. And this is something that people (laughs) ask for when traveling through. Yeah, and well, it's so interesting because that's one of the fun things about travel is just discovering those little nuggets of I had no idea that was even a thing, you know, that people would just go go gaga over this and 
<laughs> but it, you know, it makes it really fun. And obviously then you want to try and, and you remember, you know, that about Southern West Virginia and Tamarack, they have so many awesome things that are, that are locally made. I'm actually going to be doing a giveaway on Instagram with one of the, the purchases that I made of some sugar scrubs. So look forward to that. It's just a great place. Uh, and, and, conveniently located. It's right off the highway with a Beckley address, correct? It is, yes. Yeah, so you can't you can't miss it when you're on your way to Beckley. You can get right off the highway and see it right there. And there's a beautiful art sculpture garden outside of it as well. Just, I mean, like giant sculptures, <laughs> you know, and you can kind of see some of the local art from that aspect too by stopping there. Yeah, and speaking of the art sculptures, I know the deer was there, I believe, when you were here, and it actually sold last week. <laughs> oh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so and then just another really fun find in Beckley, and, and it was just kind of a last-minute thing that I decided to stop in at uh, the Chocolate Moose and found out that the Chocolate Moose is not just coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a, and, and I mean I've already done a few posts on social about this and people had the same reaction I did wow and I did not know that there was a rating system for miniature golf courses <laughs> <laughs> for our listeners uh you know what we're talking about is that there is a miniature golf course at the chocolate moose um and also the in and out climbing wall area there and so it's not just stop and get coffee it's become a road trippers destination to, especially if you have kids to stop and you know get out of the car and have something to do or if you're visiting Beckley another thing that you want to put on your to-do list and the reason it was so cool was because this miniature golf course has you know, every single hole um, has a story about something specific to West Virginia, you know, as far as it can be a unique and interesting kind of pop culture thing like the Mothman <laughs> or, you know, something um, like like coal mining. And it just it's really cool to go through and not just read, but see what local artisans have done to display on that hole, you know, so like the Mothman display, I just remember, um, I believe that it's one of like the wood carvings and it's just a really you know it's just a really cool thing to see and it's been listed as the top 50 miniature golf courses in the United States which like I said we didn't know that was a thing <laughs> and they do have amazing coffee as well so <laughs> so that ended up being just another super fun find while while visiting Beckley yeah, it's really funny talking to him, too, because it started out just as the front area where the coffee shop is as a gift store. And he jokes now that it's everything except for a gift store, which he still does have souvenirs there. But it's just grown <laughs> so much from what it started as. I just keep telling people about it because... I mean, I, if you go through my feed on Instagram, you're going to see that I like coffee. <laughs> it's just it's just what keeps me going. This 
particular coffee shop. I mean, it's just, it was so much fun to visit. You know, it was, it was an experience, even just getting the coffee in and of itself and meeting the owners. And, you know, it just was a really, really fun time, you know? So if you're visiting Beckley, heading down to New River Gorge, um, you're anywhere in that area, you really should make that a stop. Okay, well, I think that's a great spot to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Experience Tuscross County, Ohio. Whether you're enjoying the rolling hills of Amish country, strolling through our historic villages, or exploring our one-of-a-kind museums and attractions, we're sure you'll discover why visitors keep coming back time after time. Conveniently located along I-77 in Northeast Ohio, Tuscross County is just a short drive from Cleveland, Pittsburgh, or Columbus. And be sure to check out our all-new Destination Learning Magazine, the perfect guide for virtual and homeschooling families. Visit TravelTusk.com, that's TravelTusc.com to learn more. Hey everyone, Christy here with My Town Today. Traveling the country and visiting amazing small towns is my passion, but managing my books is not. That's why I love Burns & Associates. They provide professional bookkeeping solutions for small and medium-sized businesses, Best of all, they are virtual, which allows them to serve clients all across the country. If you're like me, my schedule is hectic, so video calls to review my finances is best to keep me up to date no matter where I am. If you need professional bookkeeping solutions to get your finances in order, clean up or catch up on your bookkeeping, or are ready to outsource so you can get back to running your business, give Burns & Associates a call at 833-BURNS-60. That's 833-287-6760. Again, that's 833-287-6760. Or go to burnsltd.net to schedule your free no-obligation consultation. Burns & Associates, solutions to maximize your margin. So speaking of New River Gorge, you know, so I guess I spent a lot of my time in that area, obviously, because it is, I don't want to overstep and say the highlight of West Virginia, but it is kind of well known. <laughs> Another thing that I just was super excited that I was not scared <laughs> so that I would I gave myself the courage to do the bridge walk and walk across New River Gorge. And it was amazing just the coolest experience and i this bridge is you can only do this in the in the u.s on a on a bridge like this there are other bridges you can do a bridge walk but but not in the united states not that high <laughs> and so it's it's a really unique experience it's not like when you they hook you into a harness so i mean you you feel secure you're with a guide it's not anything that is like when they do bridge day when you're jumping off the bridge. It's nothing like that. <laughs> but you walk across the gorge and it's incredible. I mean, you're just kind of in awe the entire time you do it. And I kept telling our guide as I was walking across, like, it's so strange that I can't see the end. When you start walking across, I mean, you you are still halfway over the bridge and you still can't see the end as you're walking across the catwalk. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just, arch. it makes you look like you're almost there. Then you get to the middle and you're like, Oh, I still have half of this to go. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's big, it's big and it's impressive. And when a truck goes across, you're kind of like, Oh, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> um, Cause you're walking underneath traffic, but it's, 
it is just the coolest experience. You know, we're watching kayakers shoot the rapids down below us. And it was it was absolutely amazing. And so, and just obviously there's a lot to do in the New River Gorge area. Um, if you want to tell us a little bit about that, Sam, but obviously I, I just can't say enough about the bridge walk. <laughs> yeah. Um, just the, the area in general has the rafting, as you mentioned, the kayaking, um, the downtown Fayetteville area is very accessible and walkable. All the restaurants are locally owned which is very unique for um, small towns to not have a chain restaurant downtown at all. Um, it's just a lot of outdoor adventures with the hiking, rock climbing, zip lining. Um, there's, there's so much in the area, just so much in the area to do that mm -hmm. it's all focused on outdoors for all ages. And downtown Fayetteville, like you said, is just adorable. Another adorable small town. And what I liked about it was when you walk through it, at first, you know, you kind of look and I was like, oh, is there, you know, shops or what is it? And as you kind of get closer, they have like really cute little places kind of tucked in. <laughs> There's one that was actually, I think it was the, the Hobbit Hole, literally, is the name of it. And it's because when you're walking past down the street, it's this cute little like step down underneath, kind of going, running next to the sidewalk. And it's this great little antique shop where I made some great purchases. <laughs> and, um, you know, I mean, it's just, it was really fun to go and, and spend time downtown there and have dinner at one of the a very well-known place, uh, Pies and Pints, <laughs> which was, oh my gosh, it's definitely in the top five pizza places I've ever eaten. Their pizza is great. And I, during uh, my visit, I was there a few weeks ago um, in September, late September, and they were doing their heirloom tomato pizza. So, you know, local heirloom tomatoes. And so they basically, once they bake it, then they put those on right before they serve it. And it, it was absolutely amazing. <laughs> and the outdoor area, you know, you can still do with everything going on. The weather's been pretty nice. They've got a pretty large outdoor seating area. So you can sit out there and they've got the Edison lights and, you know, and it was just a really, really nice dinner out there just enjoying the fall weather in Southern West Virginia. So, and it was a really nice close to, to my time there for sure. And I don't want to miss out on also talking about just a couple other fun things that I got to try while I was there. One was I paddleboarded for the first time. Amazing. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I'm sure that she was just humoring me, but my, uh, my guide, Megan, which you can see on uh, in on my posts and also on the article coming out, you can get all her information because she was awesome, you know, telling me what a great job I did. But I did not fall. I'm just saying it was my first time and I didn't fall. So I think that's pretty good. <laughs> we went down to Kanawha Falls and down in that area, one, it's beautiful, but she actually got us to take the paddle boards up to the falls in a safe area. And I was able to jump off my board and actually swim in the waterfall. So just imagine that people like 
<laughs> it, it was a safe environment. I wasn't scared to do it. She took me to where she knew it would be safe. Obviously, I had a life jacket on, but it was, it again, just another kind of landmark experience of visiting Southern West Virginia. I'm not sure where I could do the bridge walk and swim in a waterfall pretty much all on the same day within a 24-hour period. And I haven't done the paddle boarding at kind of all falls and hearing you talk about it makes me want to go do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, it really was not as intimidating as I thought it would be because I just thought balance wise, I might have a lot of trouble and it, it wasn't. I mean, once I figured it out, it, it was a ton of fun. And I, I would encourage anybody to try um, again, like I said with Megan, she, she was amazing, you know, so when you have a good guide too, that's really, really helpful and gives you the confidence to, to try. So, and I did miss one big thing that I wanted to mention before we wrap up here, which was the Exhibition Coal Mine. So if you're visiting Southern West Virginia, you're not going to be able to get away from coal. <laughs> it's a big deal. So Sam, tell me a little bit about the Exhibition Coal Mine and why it's so important to a trip to Southern West Virginia. Um, well, Southern West Virginia, um, its history is coal. Um, that's why most of the work was here in the 1800s and early 1900s. And it's just a piece of history. The Exhibition Coal Mine, it opened in 1962. And it consists of, I believe, 1,500 feet of the passageway that you go underneath, which we weren't able to go underneath because of the COVID right now, they aren't able to socially distance during the tours, so they do do a great video tour. Um, but it actually opened up to the public in April of 2008, so that people can experience the history and what it was like having to work in the mine and the conditions that people worked in. It's just very educational for, I believe, people to just witness and experience what our ancestors did do to just to build Appalachia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing. And you can, like you said, even though they weren't going into the coal mine right now, they will be again eventually. And basically that's just amazing to be able to go in and see it right now. You can kind of peek in and see it. So basically where you sit, when you and I went, you can view the video of what you're going to see, you know, kind of do the virtual tour. And then, I mean, the coal mine's right there. So it's, it's blocked off, but you can kind of go over and peek in and, you know, still see what they were talking about during the, um, the video. And then the museum has so much great history and beautiful pictures that really give you a sense of everything that you just learned. And, you know, it makes you kind of want to ask more questions about how, these pop-up towns from the railroads um, happened in the communities, how they functioned. And it, it's, it's really just fascinating if you've never really experienced a coal town before. And they were their own little communities. And a lot of times they were owned by the railroads. So they had, there's a whole nother part of history there that's just fascinating to learn. There is. And like you said, they were owned by the railroads or by the superintendents from the coal mine. So they earned their money from there, but they also spent all their money there for their rent and their food. So it's a very different way of life than how we have it now. 
and they have the coal company houses and superintendent houses there that you can still walk through, which is really interesting as well. Yeah, definitely. And when you're all done with that, you're going to be starving. So I would recommend that you go to the Dish Cafe <laughs> while you're still in the Beckley area. I had the pleasure of, of meeting these individuals that run it. This is a business couple <laughs> that basically decided that they were going to open a restaurant and they had other endeavors that they had done well in and they've always been interested in opening a restaurant, but they are with another partner that loves food as well. And they're using family recipes. Everything is uh, either locally sourced and what we are, I guess, nowadays calling clean, <laughs> clean food. I mean, and it just, the food was absolutely incredible you know so i would i would highly recommend stopping in there for for a meal when you're visiting in the in the beckley area for sure is there anything else that you would like to tell us about southern west virginia sam and again thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us today telling us about why this is an awesome place to visit yeah absolutely um we just hope that we look forward to you coming back again. Definitely give us a call when you're coming to the area with your family to experience their other small towns. And we look forward to anyone who's looking to come to the area to find things to do. They can give us a call here at Visit Southern West Virginia. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Sam. And as he just said, give a call to visit Southern West Virginia and find out how you can have your small town adventure there. Thank you so much, Sam, for being on today and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, Christy. You also. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To learn more about the towns we visit, just type My Town Today in your favorite browser and click on My Town Today or go to MyTownTravels.com. To learn more about how to be a guest on the show or to sponsor an episode, just go to our homepage and click on Podcasts and select Submit a Request.